0: Welcome to the superhero hour. Hour. Hey, what's going on? Uh, This is the only show on the internet where we talk about every live-action television show based on a comic book or a comic book property. I am your host for the evening. My name is Taylor. With me, as always, is Greg. Hey, Taylor, how you doing? I'm sorry I kind of interrupted you there. Oh no! You know what? You guys, from now on, you can just pop on in. No, No. both of us just speak. you did so when say you say guys, guys yeah. you mean Greg and Greg. Yeah, well, I, I consider Greg to be... Two different people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's Show Greg, and then there's also <laughs> Show Greg.
1: So you have room in your life yes. for two and friends, have, and you have yeah. chosen Greg and Greg yeah. and Nomi. <laughs> Who's Nomi? I have not
0: met uh, Me from uh, Showgirls. From, uh, showgirls? So this is right. like Marvel
2: versus Capcom, where you just pick three of the same guy. I'm playing as yeah. Captain, America, <laughs> Captain America, Captain America, Captain America.
0: Captain America. Uh, also with us is Ryan. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Don? Taylor. I'm glad that I'm here. Oh, no, I fucking get furious every time you show up. But you keep doing it, so I'm going to keep letting you on the show because I have no moral backbone.
1: (laughs) I'm going to win you over someday.
0: Explain to me the scenario in which you will win me over. I I have very...
1: It's not. Is it by singing Atlantis? I'm gonna. I have very like long, thick, luscious eyelashes. I'm just gonna keep batting them at you. Well, jokes on
0: you because you're pitching a no hitter. I don't know how baseball works. You do have a nice
2: set of (laughs) of eyelashes. You're aware of that? I didn't realize. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Yeah, Uh it's my only good quality. That's
2: that. That's true. I just never heard you say it. Jokes aside, he does have great eyelashes. He does. He has great eyelashes. (laughs) Great eyelashes.
1: (laughs) Have you ever heard anyone say yeah, that? Their good. No, but you know, I've a heard good, one
2: person. You know a good set when you see it, like luscious. Yeah, <laughs> it's like pornography. Nicely curved. You know
0: it yeah. when you
1: see it. It's like uh, each of my eyes is just like a sexy yeah. Venus flytrap mm, opening and closing. Yeah,
0: girl, open that proboscis. <laughs> Isn't that a monkey? Who knows? Who, who
2: knows, could, girl? Just do
0: it. It's either a monkey or like yeah. a deli. Oh, meat. listen! If you want could to get, I get deli a slice. Meat, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, slice me off a piece of the ham. a <laughs> little la
2: that mortadelle. Mmm. Mm, I love a Capricorn. Do you think we miss Mike? Do you think these broad <laughs> Italian stereotypes are <laughs> because we miss Mike?
1: Was that broad? I thought you guys, <laughs> thought you guys <laughs> were treating yeah. the Italian culture very i was doing very the best gracefully.
2: I can. Hey, a pepperoni. A pepperoni. <laughs> but I'm so white that really if I do a voice of any other culture, it's kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, dude. Oh, I feel...
1: But what we did do is we stopped it before it got to the inevitable. Uh, I'm uh, going to wean. I'm My name is Mario. So you know, <laughs> yeah. we
2: got we cleared out before we yeah, did. We that. did yeah. not do Any that part. That yeah. Stuff.
0: Uh, you know, uh, a word that I really, really love to say now is Ibirico. like a like a hamon Uh huh. It's like they just use that when they're talking about meats. <laughs> what, That's it's uh, coffee. It's from Spain. It's, uh, it's Whoa. Uh,
1: so they're like, this is Spain ham. <laughs> you
2: think you've had ham before? <laughs> you haven't had Spain ham.
1: Why is it Barcelona Why is it but not Spain? Well, because
0: uh, Spain isn't spelled with a C. Spain it is
1: the way I spell it, nah, it, is the way I spell
0: you it. brother. You spell it, Campaign. Pancypane. I mean,
2: the whole Hogan form <laughs> of spelling. So it's a lot of O's and brothers in there. A lot of C's for S's. That you know that actually a lot of punctuation out. that just when indicates he's doing that thing where he like puts his
0: hand up to his ear like he's listening. That explains a lot about all the messages that I've received from Ryan. Yeah. All of my shirt ripping, yeah. my shirt ripping <laughs> yeah. every time I spell. Just, everything has fallen into place. <laughs> you ever find out a fact about someone and you're like. That, that that's the linchpin. It's like every, like you've been a nonsense person to me until just this moment, and like now everything is just it's right
1: there. Now that I've learned that you were abused by your parents, yeah, this all it just, makes it sense.
0: Checks out. Uh, speaking of abused by your parents, we watched Krypton. But before we get to that, we're gonna go to the super serious shishy bullpen. <laughs> shishy bullpen. This is part of the show where we have some fun with some little seggies this week. We're doing a special on-location interview. Do
1: you okay. want me to play the music, the special? Yes, please do. I, I can't find the music.
0: You fucking idiot. This is why. Get him off the boards. Jared, get him off the boards. Jared? Yes, we yeah. have a new intern.
2: Jared Fogel, our new <laughs> <laughs> intern. Yeah. He needs a second chance. He <laughs> seems weirdly familiar. I couldn't remember who he is.
0: <laughs> he's on work study from San so, Quentin. Yeah, I just gave
2: him the job. I don't know. Something about him was familiar.
1: He used to hold up big pants next to him. Now he's holding up little pairs of pants next <laughs> to him. <Yeah. laughs> What's going on with that?
0: Yeah, so him and uh, intern uh, Brian have been hanging out. Anyway.
1: I'm not leaving, Jerry. Get the fuck away from me.
0: Anyway, we have are on location, and that location is the studio, and we are doing a very special interview with uh, a, a, a new person to the show. This is uh, Bad Boy Greg. Bright Suns. Everybody, Bright Suns. He is on the show to discuss uh-huh. the fact that he has been- <laughs> yep. To right. Galaxy's Edge, he's he's the he's the bad boy of Galaxy's wow.
2: Edge. Yeah, he's I, are you guys first off? Are you impressed? I know you're supposed to be interviewing me, but are you a little impressed that I have been there?
1: I wanted, to, I sort of wanted to go there, uh-huh. but since I'm not the first of the three of us, then I'm not going, and I hate, I hate it all.
2: You hate that that I've I've sullied it now, yeah, by seeing it first, by seeing it in its entirety first.
0: Well, Greg, just to, to kick off the interview, who's your favorite president?
2: By the spires. It's definitely Obama. You guys may have noticed my talking is a little bit different. I said bright suns.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know right? what that is. Instead uh, of like good afternoon. D- speak more on that. Yeah,
2: and I said like by the spires. That's just something I do now that I've be- I've been to Fuck to. It's like hanging out with Cartman. <laughs>
0: uh, for for the listening audience at home, what does like by the spires mean?
2: That means just like you. That's like an exclamation that may, you might make if you're like in in uh, galaxies edge. And if you're
0: like trying to tell your friend where to
2: meet you. Because
1: yeah, because. The th- by the it's like a Denny's restaurant, but yeah. it's different. You know, by the but Spires yeah, yeah. over there.
2: That wouldn't work because it's mostly Spires that over there. Wow. It's, sort of it's a, the it's planet Bantu. I don't know. Like, th- It's this oh, whole thing right. where it's not really like a land in Disneyland. It's more like a fully realized world. And so I just feel like ever since I've been there, kind of like part of me is still...
1: So for those who haven't been to Disneyland... um, Fantasyland or Adventureland, that you're just like, it sort of just becomes it, right? There's yeah. not a lot of gateways. Is is there something that makes this walking in feel like you are in a different park, different place? Just different a, edge?
2: a lot of like nature y stuff that you walk through that makes like a disconnection between being in the park. It's just enough like little turns so that, and then the sounds of like spaceships flying that you really feel like you get transported or whatever to a, a different place. But it is good at doing that of like stopping being the park at one point and then being like the actual.
1: Bantu. But if it was on theme for Star Wars, wouldn't somebody like beam you up to there? Like, isn't that how it works? That on the show? See, this is the kind
2: of thing that you would say because you haven't been. Mm-hmm. People who go know that 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 you're thinking of Star
0: Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek. Which so so they address they like they teach you a very clear history of Star Trek at Galaxy's Edge.
2: Star Wars. I feel like, are you guys? Are you just you just trying to make me try to get under my skin?
1: I've got. I think the biggest question before we get into all the details. Uh, you are a lifelong Star Wars fan. I am. Um, you've seen all of the movies. I have. And most of them multiple, multiple, mul- like a ridiculous yeah. amount of times.
2: And I'll say that I like like the bad ones.
1: And yeah. you've played dozens of video games. You've yes. read all like a lot of the books. Yes. And the books were popular. So you are a Star Wars guy.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: So here's the big question. All right. Did you, and if not, how close did you come to crying?
2: It... It is, you are intensely in a crowd of people. So there were a lot of moments where that were like, um, like you would feel a swelling of emotions. But
1: more like chills than tears. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But like, they, the whole park is sort of centered around the Millennium Falcon sitting in this dock. And you can come at that from a few different angles, and it gets every single angle. That you can come at that like vista from looks amazing in a slightly different way, and that is really like those are the times where you're just like it's breathtaking, um, and you feel like that's amazing. But for me personally, you there's just a swarm of a bunch of other like stupid cargo wearing cargo short wearing dweebs all around you, and it just like it prevents it. The people make it hard. To like really fall into feeling like it's a different planet because it's just, yeah, there's just a bunch of people at Disneyland like gawking at everything.
0: Would you prefer if there was a like uniform that you had to wear when you go in? Like there's a dress code. <laughs> uh,
2: in a way, it would make all the like, it would make walking around in it a lot cooler if everybody had to do that.
1: But it's just, it's cargo shorts and a cargo shirt. So we yeah. don't have to change that much.
2: Everyone, <laughs> but, um, well, well did- I mean, the Millennium Falcon was a cargo ship. That's very true, and I didn't see anybody getting super emotional either, but I had wondered if that would happen, if I was going to be standing like a group of men just weeping, looking <laughs> at the Millennium Falcon. I remember I felt like a surge of emotions watching like the promotional materials for it, but also I should mention, when I went, I had a very bad cold. Uh, I, I had hurt my back from coughing from the cold, Damn. and uh, the day we went, it was 95 degrees, and we were there from 5 to 9, and it was like 95 degrees right as we got there. So like, there was also a certain level of just enduring this to like to to just be able to see it, um, because it was very hot and uncomfortable.
1: And luckily, we all live in Southern California, so and have been to Disneyland a billion times, so we get to go whenever we want. Yeah. Eventually, it will slow down. For a lot of people traveling, you know, Disneyland happens to also be like a tourist destination. That's it, guys. Like you have yeah. to—that's your one time probably seeing it. Yeah. And the amount of people freaks me out. Like. You want to stay in there, like all, and look at all the details. But then there's people shoving you, so yeah. they can gawk at all the details. You know,
2: and the way they have with the reserve system, like it wasn't shoving level crowded, but it was certainly like everywhere you look, it's just teeming with people. And I think it'll be more enjoyable when that's not the case. The other, like, sort of thing that was a little bit of a disappointment was it was there was a ton of workers in there, and the idea is supposed to be like they all have characters because they all live on Bantu. And I found most of the workers would sort of cling together in little pods of three. And except for one like 17-year-old kid who like approached us and talked to us, it wasn't like you're interacting with a ton of characters and you feel like there's a lot going on.
1: Which makes sense because at some point developing the land, some imagineer had the idea to have everybody be characters. Not like thinking forward... That these are actual, like, 20-year-old human beings who are paid very little, uh-huh. you know? And so I could see that maybe it doesn't all gel the way that somebody had once thought.
2: Yeah. They all had these weird sticks. And I wanted to ask, like, why does everybody have, like, a huge stick? But I didn't yeah, because I didn't want to interact with them. But uh, it was weird. All the workers there are carrying, like, this big stick strapped to their back.
0: <laughs> uh, all right.
2: I guess when you're supposed to leave, they just you with it until you have to go
0: that would be a thing that i would go just for that
2: when i did have to go four hours i don't know if it sounds like a lot but when i had to leave after four hours i was very sad yeah like it did like i wanted to just sit around and like look at all the stuff a lot longer um, the food was cool um, the ride was cool. I went on it twice. I waited like twenty minutes to go on it the first time and thirty minutes to go on it the second time. that's, that's awesome. Uh, so that was pretty cool. What it's, did
1: you do? What were your jobs?
2: I was first. I was the engineer, and the engineer has to like try to shoot a grappling hook to secure the cargo and then I was the gunner, and the gunner has to basically shoot stuff but you when you're the gunner, you spend a lot of time just spamming the button um you get a higher score if you don't, but it's yeah. You just If you just do it nonstop, you'll just keep shooting this stuff. So, I never got to be the pilot. It seems like going on that ride is really getting to be the
1: pilot. But... The pilot, there's two pilots. One goes up and down. The yes. other goes left and right. They
2: have to change that. That
1: means I don't want to be the pilot.
2: They have to They have to find something else for that. That is such a weird idea. Why would anybody do that? That's not fun. Were they
1: just like screaming at each other the entire time? Because it could yeah. also be like a stranger.
2: They have to communicate. And the first when I was on it the first time, you all as a group kind of have to communicate. You get sorted into a group early on. And then they let you go hang out in like the living room of the Millennium Falcon. And that's cool. And then you talk about your respective jobs. And when you get in there... You do have to talk a little bit, like the the way it's oriented for up and down in flight. You know, you press forward to go down. That confused the lady on my first yeah. one, and so I was. So like, she's not a big video yeah. game player. She was like, "They're like push down." She's like, "Go oh, ahead, push it down." Like, no, pull up. It's like, "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> so it seems like you liked it. As, I did like it as a Star Wars person. Do you think that for people who are not. Like, they're familiar with Star Wars, but they're not, like, the hugest Star Wars fans. Do you think that there's something there for them? Like, would they have an enjoyable time in the environment?
2: Maybe. If they're not familiar, like, if if they have a passing familiarity and they're, like, they have fond feelings towards it, I think they would enjoy it. It really is centered around the hyper fandom of the Star Wars universe, including the fact that most of what there is to do in there is buy Star Wars stuff it's mostly like a collection of like 25 different shops more than anything else. And some of them are like made into attractions. I didn't do the lightsaber thing because I'm not going to pay $200 for a lightsaber. Yeah. But a lot of people did everyone, everywhere I walked in that part of it. Like there was like most of the people had lightsabers. Did
1: they at least look like they could be worth 200 bucks or
2: at night, they looked cool when they lit up because you could see like the, it going down the lightsaber thing. That seems pretty cool. Um, But I don't know. I I feel like you're going to feel stupid about that the next day. Like, you've got this lightsaber. And apparently, the the process of putting it together is like a cool show. But could you imagine going to... And some people are like, the show makes it worth the money. Could you imagine going to a park and then paying extra money to see a show? Right. I, I purposely avoid the shows. But people really did seem to enjoy it. But I just... I have no interest in that but that's like 90% of what the land is is buying stuff, buying food, buying treats, they, buying I toys.
1: guess that's not surprising. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And people loved it for that. All like, right. Bad Boy Greg. Yeah. Final words on Galaxy's Edge.
2: It's super cool. I'm one of those really creepy like adult Disney fans as well, so I've got like the Love double it. whammy on that. So also as part of like a permanent part of Disneyland forever, I look forward to the time when it's like not the new shit on the block. Um, it seems like it has a lot of growth potential. Like they could find cooler things to do with it. There's still a lot of unused area. There's still a new ride to come out. They only have one of the two up. Uh, I'm excited, and I'm excited more for like the hanging out in it in the next ten years than I am necessarily like this next year where it's still going to kind of be a zoo.
1: And more importantly, they just announced that uh, all of the Bugs Life area in California Adventure is getting ripped up Marvel for Land. Marvel yeah, dude. Land. Hey, and I re- it'd be. It would, I, I don't think that it's going to be anywhere near like the thought and detail and world taking away yeah. of Star Wars. But hey, Marvel! It's going
2: to be a new thing in the Disneyland area that is dedicated to Marvel. Like, I just
1: finally, yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that is all for the Super Series Yoshi bullpen. Now we'll move on to the main event, where we talk about the season premiere
1: of Crypto. The season for breezes.
2: guys, just briefly interrupting here to lay down some very smooth commercials. If you were on the internet, which I am many times, go on over to yourpopfilter.com. That is your central hub for all the things we're doing. You can get our podcast and see what we're up to on that website. Taylor, yes, tell the folks about the amazon.com.
0: If you'd like to shop on amazon.com, you should instead go to yourpopfilter.com slash amazon. Buy all your things through there, and it helps us out a little bit with no... Extra work from you, other than just going to that extra little bit at the front of the URL.
2: That sounds like a dream, Ryan. YouTube.
1: Yeah, make sure that you're going to YouTube. If you like listening, but it's you're, there's not enough for your eyes to do, we totally understand. Go to YouTube, search for your pop filter, and there's a lot of skitsies and bitsies on there that have visuals as well.
2: Wow, that sounds amazing. Social media, you can find us on Twitter.com at your pop filter. Or also now available on Instagram hey, hey, hey. at Your Pop Filter. Check us out on the social media. Taylor, contacts.
0: If you want to contact us, you can contact us at contact at YourPopFilter.com. If you like the show and you want to tell us how much you love it, or if you hate the show and you want to tell us how much you hate it, send us that. Or if you want to call us on a phone, you can do that at one 1- 562 562- DJ DJ Pop. DJ Pop. Uh, that's 1562DRDJPOP. He's our little robot associate, and he takes our messages for us. One of his hands is a... Spatula. His other hand is a...
1: Spatula maker.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah, so he's always got extra hands.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, those are the commercials, guys. Let's get you right back to that show.
0: On the season two premiere of Krypton, Zod is building a fleet and powering it with the energy from Wegthor, so he can spread Kryptonians all over the galaxy, and the gang has to take a space elevator to the moon to stop him. Nyssa wants to find out who she really is by tracking down her dad, who is scraping shit in a sewer for some reason. She doesn't get many answers before his head is blown off by Lida. And uh-oh, Zod has captured Nyssa's baby, who I think is also Zod's half-brother, question mark? Segal is stuck in the Phantom Zone before he is tricked into breaking free from it by Brainiac. As a way of thanking Brainy. Segal caves in his skull with a log, so I guess that guy's dead. And just when things couldn't get any crazier, Lobo shows up. Best stitches. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. Is the inclusion of Lobo, DC's wonderfully 90s answer to Wolverine, enough to get you excited about another tepid season of Krypton?
2: It did get me into doing some internet searches about Lobo because he was always someone just sort of at the edge of my consciousness. Yeah. And he is one of my favorite pop culture things, which is he is originally conceived of as a satire who then people just bought into as genuine. So like Fight for My Right to Party by the BC Boys is a song making fun of party songs. And then they got caught with it because people loved it so much. They just always had to play it. Lobo was supposed to be a joke and then fans were like, this guy's awesome. And now we're all stuck with Lobo for all time because of it.
0: I was not familiar with Lobo. So when this guy showed up, I was like, who the the fuck is this guy? Who's this guy? What's going on? But based on the show that Krypton is, I was like, I assume it's not a character from Superman's past. I assume it is the present day Superman that has gone back in time for some reason.
2: Oh, okay. Well, he is incredibly strong sometimes, Lobo. So
1: and he's covered with every nineties trope you would want. Yeah, like somebody filled like one of those t-shirt cannons with nineties tropes. Like love it. The pouches, the chains, the makeup, the hair, the everything. He's uh, like cable, Ghost Rider, Wolverine. Yeah. Um. And I've never read a comic book with him in it. Um. There's a lot of DC characters that I'm I just know because I've heard of them. Yeah. I will say this though, in an episode that I thought was sure tepid, but I thought a big step up above over anything I saw from season one. I was I like that Lobo was there because it seems you can already see that the that that actor gets it more than Adam Strange.
2: Oh my God! Yes. Adam Strange is terrible. He's Adam Strange,
1: good. like in a show that is way too serious, you know, and we want we want a lot of tongue in cheek in our shows and like self awareness. What Adam Strange is doing is ruining the show more than anything else. And Lobo immediately uh, like proves that he gets the whole self banter thing more than Adam Strange yeah. ever could.
0: Yeah, it's, I was not jazzed about watching this show in general, uh-huh. but as soon as Adam Strange showed back up,
2: everything he says <sighs> is a major swing and a miss, and clearly he's supposed to be there, Alan, two dick. Right. More like Alan, one dick. <laughs> Maybe even zero dicks, you guys. It is so sad, like, and how much the show is leaning on him, and Everything is a swing and a miss. And for some
1: reason, we are always quick in this situation. And we're in the situation a lot. A lot. Uh, to blame the writers. I don't know if I can. No, like, it's this guy. The dialogue isn't that much worse or better than everybody else. It's yeah. not a like it's not a Shakespearean dialogue show. Yeah. This is not Deadwood Season 2. But this actor has seen other actors giving this performance. Yeah. He has watched Alan Tudyk before. He is not Alan Tudyk, yeah.
2: He's no selling most of the jokes. Like he really he bails on like half the bits like
1: And there's no there's no help, there's no setup, there's no punchline, there's no there's nobody like interacting with him. Like yeah. he's just sort of like this one man quip show and they're all terrible.
0: Yeah, he like it, it really is this actor. He does not know how to sell it, either. That or the directors are giving him the worst possible advice. Well, it's that too.
2: I think someone needs to help him. Like, I mean, he he's not getting it. Like, you have yeah. to figure out some way to help get him farther along than he is.
1: Or you're just born with it. Maybe it's not Maybelline because I've <laughs> I've never seen this Lobo actor before. But right away, like his more delivery, the, the dialogue was not more clever. He just knew how to quip better. You know, I'm
0: yeah. I. I I'm hoping, and I feel like this is a empty hope, that Adam Strange, he just disappears at some point from the show. It feels like he's like the center, yeah, like holding everything everything together. together. It feels like this show was a show that the entire premise was we're going back in time and we're going to see how, like, the story before Superman. Yeah. And then the show immediately bailed on that. And they were like, well, no one's going to watch it if we don't have General Zod. Uh And, like, just every character has come back in time.
2: How awkward is it that General Zod keeps being like, hey, you're my mom, 19 year old person? (laughs) Like I feel like the world has digested that in a way that as the viewer I was like, no, that is so strange.
1: I was confused. Like I took me a long time to figure out who's related to who. Yeah, because they're just cool about everything. They're
2: all related to each other, and they're just like, like the, it's like the show wants you just accept it, just move on, accept it, don't think about it.
0: Do you? <laughs> no, you met, ma- you made this mess. Your you th- threw spaghetti at the wall, and you <laughs> said, don't look at it.
1: Did you uh, recognize General Zod's plan? No. Uh, it's from it's like, it's basically the same overarching plan from the Robert Kirkman comic book Invincible. Uh-huh. Uh, invincible is about a kid oh, who's yeah, like that's, uh, Peter Parker yeah. Superman, and uh, Peter Parker Superman's dad wants to take over every planet so Invincible aliens can live there. Yeah,
2: I did pick up on that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that like it, now it has influence right. back Superman. on like, the source material. That's
1: kind of awesome. I mean, not for Krypton. It's kind of hacky, but yeah. it's good for Invincible.
2: You it, know, one thing about the show, I thought it... I continue to think that it is visually very appealing.
1: Yes, I think uh, it looks
2: great. Yeah, the graphics are amazing. The scene, the s- shots are really well composed. The sets remind me of Star Wars: Galaxy Edge, which I know you guys haven't been. Wow, um, this is just going to keep
1: happening. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> but uh, that part is definitely a home run. Um, everybody looks really cool. Nyssa is like super awesome, super beautiful. Lita is like super awesome, super mean, super beautiful. Uh, the Zod imagery, I think, looks good. It's just, and that works up for a long, a, like a long time. But the writing is still clunky <laughs> as hell,
1: Stun- like stilted. Yeah, we
0: we compared this show in season one to, to the Go- Wire. Yeah, to the Wire, <laughs> to Gotham because it is a similar like concept. Yeah. But I I feel like the only hope for this show is if they do another Gotham turn. Where at the beginning of Gotham, we fucking hated it because. They were just whiffing. Yeah. I I want them to, it seems like they took the wrong lessons from Gotham, which was throw all of the things that people know into this. Uh The lesson that they should take from Gotham is stop trying to be serious. Like, be weird and get goofy. I think that's
2: what Lobo means, dude. I think that is what they're going to do. But,
1: like, Lobo is, uh, like, bringing in a new era for the show? Or we're just going to add the Lobo flavor?
0: That's, I think they are waiting to see what Lobo does to the show. And if, like the response is positive to Lobo, the show might go that direction. But I'm not excited for, I don't know if this season we're going to get that. If it gets a third season, maybe we will.
1: Here's the thing. I wrote down in my notes, because like 15 minutes in, you sort of know like how we're going to feel about it, right? Yeah. Because it's like the way that, it's the dialogue that like really builds a wall for the three of us. So I wrote down in my notes, do, and this is a sci-fi show. We watch a lot of sci-fi shows. Do you have to have a Nona Earp-like tone in order for us to like you hmm. you know can you be very serious and very earnest and get high scores on our podcast
0: i think so i just don't think that because i like can, when, a, though, like can when, a sci-fi yeah. show
1: yeah yeah i mean s-y-f-y
2: yeah i i mean I, when is that when has that ever happened where a show like that's been popular we used that to is. hate legends And now we
1: love Legends. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think it is we don't like shows that are... I I think the problem is that these are shows that are at their core, like, there's something wacky and bizarre about superheroes, and they are treating it way too seriously in a way that they don't have the capacity to handle. There has
2: to be at least a little camp and fun with superheroes, because that, like, it's so absurd.
1: And I think the other thing, too, is uh, personal drama. You know, there's so many names of doohickeys on this show from, you know, this type of weapon to this planet. And that is where I get lost. I thought that this episode was strongest when uh, Brainiac and Segel Segel Genesis were Uh like being foils to each other. And then when Nissa was like trying to figure out her place and what she's supposed to do. I love, by the way, she finds her father after a long time, right? And then he dies. And that's what happens every time you find your father yep. after a long time. Yeah. He was about to die from vaping and coughing. Yeah. And then get shot in the head.
0: One thing that I I did I think that this episode I'm more positive on than I was the first episode of season one. So I do think that it's improving. But I think what you brought up is important. Like the the names of things are I, like I can't take the, the tone that it's trying to strike, which is a serious tone. Uh-huh. Seriously, when they're like, oh, yeah. Bra- Thor," Yeah, they're like, oh, Brainiac was trapped in the phantom zone. Yeah. Like, you can't say those <laughs> words and try and treat this like it's the wire.
1: Which there's, there's one lady, she's got, I don't recognize her, I'm not sure what she does, but she's got a fucked up eye. Yeah, right? w- she's deeply like, fucked up eye. Yeah, very fucked up. She's, like, trying to hide some of the characters, and she screams, like, she's like, well, we can't leave without... The Codex. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know what
2: that means, dude.
1: What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> it's like, So much of this show is wrapped up in people saying words that make no sense.
2: Which are all shout-outs to Superman lore. Right. Which, like, who knows about that stuff? Like, do we know anybody who's a major Superman head?
1: The other thing, too. No, I don't know. But I do know people who...
2: Like Kandor. I recognize that. That's yeah. the level of reference I get.
1: Um, we do know people, Taylor, that are Star Wars fans. Yes. And I feel like everything is always has some amount of Star Wars influence in it. Like uh-huh. literally everything. Go to church. It's it's all about Star Wars. But this one feels like this episode feels like oh, we don't care. You know, like from the like how like they deal with the rebellion or the rebels to like basically superman's grandpa lands on endor moon uh-huh. the blaster fight like it is thick with star wars yeah, shit. yeah and i don't think they care they're just like yeah this is trope now you know this is for this is available for everyone
2: that yeah. will honestly that will leave the show in good stead rather than trying to do the opposite which is like rewrite the book right on stuff like this and if they're taking a trying to take a comedic turn here i think adding that to the show could be worthwhile uh Lobo though just seems like such a weird right. wild card character.
0: It's I feel it almost feels like they already plumbed the depths of Superman's yeah. like villain history, and they're like, well, we've already stretched everything to capacity because we've just brought back everyone in time. Uh-huh. What about Lobo? Like, like uh, it feels like maybe this is a holdover until they find a way to bring in like even more big Superman villains. And what about
1: Blank is definitely a lesson they learned from Gotham. Gotham yeah. asked that question so many times.
0: Yeah. What about Firefly, you guys? <laughs> yeah, well, like, what if?
1: I want to get your guys' opinion on this Brainiac, uh, because there's also a Flash Brainiac, or a Supergirl Brainiac, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and did this Brainiac give you all the goods that you need as far as 12th-level intellects go? Which I he did he, mention.
2: I thought he was a pretty good Brainiac, and I was surprised when off-screen his skull was caved in. <laughs> yeah. That well, was the show again. Just treated that like that was a very normal thing. Oh, it, yeah, while well, you guys were watching commercials. One guy beat the other guy to death,
0: and uh, to your point of like maybe they are trying for a, a, a sillier tone, like that almost felt like, hey, remember how Brainiac was the entire first season? Uh-huh. If he's fucking dead, and he's like not we're
2: dead. moving on. He, I- well, he did just say like there's million like there's peop- there's versions of me all over the place. Yeah, I keep them synced up sometimes. Yeah, like I mean, he's definitely going to come back,
1: and it doesn't seem like that Segal is a rocketiac scientist, but he is a brainiac surgeon. The best brainiac moment was uh <laughs> he he was talking about when he he figured out how he came about. Like he figured out his own origin story uh-huh. and then he stops and he was like, and then I realized in 1.7 seconds, everything that like he yeah. will literally tell you how long it takes to figure shit out.
2: He's like, I have to spread myself all over the galaxy. Yeah. I realized that in 1.7 seconds.
1: That's gross.
0: Well, do you guys have final thoughts on how you're feeling about this season of Krypton? Are you excited for Krypton to be back?
1: It's oh. gotta be a cold day and Shitland for me to probably watch another one. Yeah. But I'm not... I don't think it's the shit show that last season was.
0: No.
2: Yeah, it seems better than last year. I couldn't imagine a situation in which I would watch it. I don't think it can get that much better. I think, honestly, they have all these sets built, and so they're just going to keep making the show yeah. <laughs> until it's barely profitable. It,
0: it's developed from... The worst show on our list, too. It's in the middle. It's a a mediocre show that I don't want to watch.
2: But that's its intro. I mean, that's its premiere for season two. The next episode might be the worst yet.
0: Who knows? Well, Krypton is on the Sci Fi Channel. Watch it if you are a very big Superman fan. (laughs) (laughs) Now we will move on to a little segment called The Tape (laughs) Pen. Tape end is the part of the show where they unchain me from the wall and let me to do whatever I want, brother. Unshackled. Oh, it's Taylor after dark and unshackled.
1: There's not a chance that what you want to do is get reshackled, is there? We could do that real quick.
2: Nope, that is not what I want how, to do. How do you feel about putting on pants, big guy? I I don't feel like that was part of it when we talked about it.
0: I well, uh, th- that I shouldn't put on pants.
2: That I thought you would be wearing pants. I didn't realize, unshackled to you man. Well,
0: listen, those are, those are large cloth shackles, shackles that yeah. I will not have draped upon my body. I was afraid of that. Well, this week, what I've decided we are going to do in my special corner of the internet and the podcast is we're going to play What's in That Swamp? That's right, in the honor of Swamp Thing being out... We are going to take some of our other shows. Okay. We are going to presume that there is a new swamp in town in on these shows, and then we are going to take the roles of characters on those shows, and we're going to discuss what's in that swamp. Uh, Like a hot new swamp comes to town. Yeah, there's a new there's a new swamp in town, (laughs) and everyone's like, I heard that that swamp is originally from like Florida, but like her dad's in jail.
2: (laughs) I heard she's like mostly mangroves.
1: Swamps like weeds, right? Like nobody wants a swamp around, do they? Well, Are there people who, like, appreciate that swamp? Swamp I Isn't it just, like, hot green I water think, and bugs?
2: I feel like there's swamp people yeah. who sort of make their life upon the water. And but that's, they, like,
1: that's because they probably weren't going to be great at anything else. Aren't they sort of forced into those roles?
2: But I think they bring a certain
0: dignity to it.
2: I yeah. I think the swamp is full of a, its own sort of energy and life. It's a place of decay leading to life. I think that's beautiful.
0: Did. You, so you've watched a lot of Swamp Thing, it seems. No,
1: his, his family is Swamp People. Oh, that makes
0: sense. I
2: come from Swamp People. Okay, there. I, I'm i outed now.
0: All right, so kicking it off, uh, the town of Purgatory in Winona Earp, there's a new swamp.
1: Oh, oh I know oh. what's in it.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Ryan,
1: what's in that swamp? Season four of Winona Earp. Like, can we get that shit out, please?
0: Okay, I, I know what's in it. What's in that swamp?
2: Uh, there previously was a forest that just suddenly came to town and why not herb?
1: Yes, that is correct.
2: So I imagine the forest is in the swamp now.
1: Yeah, the the forest and the swamp have moved in together and they've (laughs) become roommates. (laughs) As far as all the cities that we're going to talk about, Purgatory is the one that's the least surprise, right? Like a forest just got here. So a swamp moving in, that's not that big of a deal.
0: Whatever. We were prepared for this.
2: I feel like I would tap both that forest and that swamp and
0: maybe cast something. Hey, let's do it. All right. Now we're going to move on to the town of Riverdale. There's a new swamp in town. Fellas, what's in that
1: swamp? S- maple syrup.
0: More maple syrup?
1: Yeah, I think it's just filled with maple syrup. And it's, it's the kind of thing where you go to take syrup out, but then more comes in. Like, you just can't empty the It's like the never-ending like syrup, never ending syrup right.
0: tunnel. It's like a, a, Sisy- a Sisyphean task of maple syrup. I believe Jason Blossom is in the swamp. Oh, that's that's where he's
2: the, yeah. the real Jason. He's is.
0: been buried
2: in the swamp because there's a rumor that if anyone is buried in the swamp, they will come back to life. And so then he's been buried there.
1: Okay, I'm sorry that I'm so fucking uneducated on this type of land, but like, can you walk on it? Like, if you bury someone, is that just throwing them in there? And it's some like parts of it,
2: it's like you're walking up to your neck in water. Other yeah. parts, it's like really squishy mud. Yeah. It's, it's a land of,
1: of transition. Is yeah. it just like walking on top of a swamp thing? Yeah, basically
2: everywhere you
0: go.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot of that.
2: But it's like it makes his back feel better, so he makes a lot of those weird noises. Yeah. Oh yeah, right there.
0: He's like oh, pop pop. Uh, and you're like, oh, are you okay? And he's like, no, that's that's, that's perfect so for much me. better. That's it, perfect for me.
1: If it's all full of syrup, what are you guys' rules on like a big community like tub of stuff and then using it on your food? Are you okay with that? Like, do you do chocolate fountains?
2: Yeah, I'll do a chocolate
0: fountain. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll For sure. I, it, pretty much any kind of fountain.
2: Any fountain could be a chocolate fountain.
0: <laughs> That's, you if know you know bring
2: enough chocolate to it, you any fountain so, could be a
0: chocolate. You are so goddamn right, yeah. Greg.
1: I just saw this video uh, that I believe was in Texas, although that probably goes without saying once yep. I tell you what I saw, where they had this like 100-gallon or 1,000-gallon pool and filled it with nacho toppings. And yep. there was just thousands of people dipping chips in there. Yep. How many ch- How many nachos are you eating at that point? I'll oh. go
2: down a couple layers. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like in between the top and the middle of it, you, that that's still okay to eat.
1: Do you have to be like first in line? Is that important? Like, what if you get there an hour late? Are you still going over there?
2: I am. I am, yeah. Not <laughs> fan. Could, I could see why somebody wouldn't. Yeah. But, it
0: depends on the toppings for me. Yeah. Like if it's if it's not my favorite toppings, I'm like. Mm. I'll pass on the nachos, but like if it's if you've got a good set of toppings on it, like if you've got like chicken nachos and you've got like some proteins thrown in there, yeah, absolutely, I'm gonna dig, I'm gonna dig right into that. My
1: fear is though, if you're in the, if there's an hour that's gone by and you're at a Texas party, somebody's been naked in those nachos already.
0: Oof. That's that's offensive to my people. I'm not gonna stand for that. That we're not gonna have that on my podcast. That's not allowed. You never did a little nacho wrestling. Well, I mean, I did, but we don't put that don't out in public. You okay. don't a, eat it afterwards. It's that's just a, for, that's wrestling nacho. That's a private. That's a private time discussion thing. We don't. We don't air that out in public. All right, fellas. Next show up on the list, the Flash. There's a new swamp in town. Fellas, tell me, what is in that swamp? Reverse Flash. <laughs> it's, oh, it's always the reverse it's flash. It's always the reverse flash. With the flash, flash it's yeah. always the reverse yeah. flash. So even
2: if it's something weird like a swamp randomly yeah. arrives, it's like, oh, reverse flash is in
0: there. They're like, oh, uh, like a portal to like uh, Mars opened up as a
1: reverse flash. Reverse flash. If you go into a swamp, are you covered in swamp? Like yeah, Is you're it gonna, just water gonna, or like, do you have plants and You're going to get some on you. So is that going to slow him down?
2: Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard to run through a swamp.
0: Well, I don't know because it seems like... I, I'm not familiar entirely with the reverse flash's powers, but if they're anything like the regular flash, which uh-huh. I assume they are because every flash villain's powers are the same as the uh-huh. flash's, or uh, you're a gorilla. Those I, are the two options. Yeah. I think he could probably just run over the top of, of the, the merc. Of the merc. Like yeah. uh,
1: some sort of swamp Jesus.
0: Yeah, like swamp Jesus. The name of my upcoming hard rock album. <laughs> it's also the name of my upcoming slow blues album.
2: That's all of it. <laughs> Which is called reverse hard drive? get
0: confused. <laughs> yes, please do not. There's a hyphen in one of them and not the other. Please search correctly on Spotify. All right, Taste Buds. Our next show. iZombie, new swamp in town. What's in that swamp? Ooh, dead
2: body from like the 1700s. perfectly preserved because like, that happens. Like one swamps. of those That's bog what swamps do. One yeah. of those bog people. And there's some of the brain still. <gasps> and she's solving the coldest of all cases. Oh my god. Who killed George Washington? <gasps> but Fuck. she eats George Washington's brain? She eats his brain to oh, know. This is and she's like four score and some heady years ago, my dudes, like American history on the line.
0: This we listen, we've created some really stupid stuff on this segment so far. <laughs> I want that series. If this weren't the last season of iZombie and they said, all right, now Liv is going to go around the country to historical sites and she's going to eat the preserved brains of famous people from history and solve their murders, would
1: you watch that show? Fucking of course yes. I would, Taylor. I, Of course I would.
2: I invented it and I'm <laughs> blown away by it.
0: Like, that is such a good idea for a
1: show that I'm upset
0: that the iZombie crew didn't come up with it That's already. a free
2: one, iZombie.
0: So we
1: learned that Swamps are essentially like natural formaldehyde. Yeah. Yeah. And but like do you have to die in the swamp? How how soon after you die until you can be put in the swamp and be preserved forever?
2: It depends on I mean, it's a rare thing, but you get buried in there and, oh, yeah. and preserved. That happens a, that happens quite frequently but, actually. Uh, you know, you have to still have brains up in the old skull. So I'm gonna say like but I would say like within a couple of days of dying you could still yeah. fall in there and be preserved.
1: Now I know what swamps are for. Yeah. This makes sense to me now. Swamps are
2: actually amazing. I would never want to go near one, but they're pretty cool.
1: All right, fellas. Well, we've had
0: an exciting run through the swamps of superhero television, but that is all the time we have. So I'm going to chain myself back to this wall. Thank you. And we're going to send those swamps back where they came from. (laughs) Now we will move on to the pull list and talk about all the other shows that we watched this week. Now we're here in the Full List where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. Kicking it off is Fear the Walking Dead. After encountering another roadblock warning of high radiation, Morgan encounters a woman named Grace who explains that due to a power plant meltdown the year before, there are over 60 radioactive walkers in the area. Simply getting close to the walkers risks survivors becoming contaminated, causing Morgan to permanently lose his contaminated fighting stick. At the same time, Victor tracks down Daniel Salazar, who refuses to lend his plane to Victor, who he feels will only make things worse based off of past experiences. After passing out following a walker attack, Luciana wakes up to discover that someone has cut off walker heads and strung them from a billboard at the truck stop, causing the group to become convinced that they are getting close to something someone doesn't want them to see. Taste buds, I ask you this. How come it took so long for them to create radioactive zombies?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, Every year they get a new power, right? That's yeah. how video games work. As you get to each level.
2: It's like they were playing Fallout and they were like, wait exactly. Hang on. I just came up with the craziest idea. <laughs>
0: They're like, well, I, I need to I didn't watch this episode, but I have to know, did these radioactive walkers glow? Yeah. They need to. You gotta assume they did. But we'll never know. Because Fear of the Walking Dead is on AMC on Sunday nights. Your That's next why show, we'll never know. Because it's, we'll, it's on Sunday nights. We'll never know. Your next show this week is Swamp Thing. This week on Swamp Thing, Abby comes to terms with the apparent death of Alec Holland, a man she knew for one day, and tries to convince Avery to let her into his lab, but he's basically the devil, so he doesn't allow it. Meanwhile, Mama Jessup is getting way too into visions, and me and the little girl who's sick might have psychic powers and runs away from the hospital, to get stuck in a swamp with murderers, and get saved by a real fucked up Alec. Taste buds, I ask you this. How crazy was it when that guy got completely ripped apart by those vines? Oh, uh,
1: you want to go right to Moment of the Week? Let's I have some other stuff to say, yeah, but.
0: W- we can talk about other stuff. But can I
2: just interject here, real quick? Was this a new swamp?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was. Well, we, we did not establish if it, it was a new swamp. Uh-huh. I think it was maybe like a <laughs> swamp that people knew. The same swamp. It was before. the same swamp, yeah. This
1: is a swamp that's already on the swamp maps. Um, <laughs> so there's this guy who wants to kill a little girl because he's bad. Yes. Uh, he's, he's, he's just evil.
0: He looks like the janitor from Harry Potter.
1: And so Swamp Thing is doing some damage, and then the guy gets away, and a bunch of vines come and like draw and quarter the guy, and he explodes into evil goo. Yes. But the moment of the week is it then cuts back to Swamp Thing, and through all the makeup, the actor's like, oh, damn. (laughs) Uh, That that was fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) He
0: was like, oh, I did not, I didn't realize that I could do that or that I was going to do that. Yeah.
1: You have to understand that most of the heroes that we see are like far into their tenure. And so they're used to this shit. This is like day one of Swamp Thing's career. Right. He was like, fucking shit, he was like,
0: Holy fuck. So, how are you feeling episode two of Swamp Thing?
1: A billion times better. Really? Yeah. Way better. I'm we still... lost a lot of the Annihilation artsiness. Yes. But what we, the, my big fear was uh, Will Patton and Virginia Madsen uh, play like rich, old, good old Southerners. Yes. And they were, the first episode was not great. Now we're getting into how creepy and Southern and rich and fucked up they are. Yes. And that's what I think the, the first episode was missing. So not a million times better, but solving some of the problems of the first episode.
0: Yeah, I'm still firmly in the, this is a well-made and thoughtfully like produced show in the visual department that the writing is letting it down. Because I still, like, Abby was like, oh, I really liked this guy. I was like, Abby, girl. Good girl. There's no fucking way. You knew him for 24 hours. And, and like, he sucked. And for, like, 14 of those, you hated him. Ha, like, canonically. Ha, this is ha. not good for you.
1: But luckily, and it, it's not super dependent on set pieces. Like, it doesn't feel like there's a quota. But yeah. towards the end, uh, we get enough creepy. We get enough, like, tone. And we get enough violence and disgusting. And we get enough swamp thing, like, I'm shocked at how good he looks. Uh, right there's one when he when we're learning that he has a connection to the little girl. Uh, the little girl's like pulling off wires in the hospital, and Swamp Thing has to do it. So he just starts ripping off chunks of his head. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. And it looked great, dude. Yeah, Greg, don't watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Man, gonna
0: tell you, it
2: sounds horrifying. Yeah,
0: it's not a show for you. Uh, a fun fact for me this week is uh, I was. Watching the show, and I was like, "Where do I know this actress from?" And it was not from Gotham because I skipped all those episodes. She plays in exactly one scene of Crazy Stupid love a show a movie that I watch every single year.
1: so yeah, that one scene you've seen yeah, okay a lot of times
0: also I we have the my roommate scale of what do I have to explain to him when he watches a new show uh, a thing I didn't expect was I had to explain to him the age of the character of her on this show because he's like she's like Nineteen, right? Like, no. This character is at at earliest thirty-one.
1: Yeah, she's like she's a doctor and yeah, a very important person in the government.
0: Yeah, I'm a doctor of swampology. Like most shows, they have like this person is twenty-five playing a teenager. This is someone who is in her thirties who looks like a nineteen-year-old Instagram influencer.
1: Uh, a couple of other casting notes: uh, Iron Iron Zering from Nine Hundred Two Hundred and Ten made no his debut. Way. Yeah, yep. he is the he's, he's like the swamp a former friend. actor. Uh, yep. Slash uh video store owner or something? Yes, he's an actor slash
0: video store owner. Growth industry. And
1: there's no more Sharknadoes, so now he's in Swamp Thing. Yep. And Jennifer Beals, do you know who that is?
2: Oh, no. uh prominent anti-vaxxer?
1: No, that's Jessica Beal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Beals uh, was the star of Flashdance. Oh and she plays the like the chief, the cop, and yeah. whose son is in love with the main character. Which also
0: she looks way younger than she is. Uh-huh. And when she was like, You're my son, I was like, What the fuck?
1: When I found out about Jennifer Beals being on the show, the headline was like, or the article said, making her comic book-based TV show debut. <laughs> Are there now so many of these shows that like, we can't believe it, but she's never been in one of the 40,000 TV shows based on a comic book. All right.
0: So you already
1: gave your moment of the week. Yeah.
0: Mine was when that dude got ripped apart. That was, that's pretty fucking rad. Swamp things on, on Friday nights on DC Universe. You're next. Taylor, is... I'm doing one more. Okay, fine. Oh, damn. Are you going to do it? No, y- I'll let you.
1: You don't want to do the... Just, let's just get to three together. See what happens.
0: All right. What is yours?
1: No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm doing one more episode.
0: Oh, one more episode. I'm not talked out of it yet. Gotcha. Uh, I I might. I think I will watch one more and see if it improves. I'm still... There's a few enough shows that I'm like...
1: Fine, yeah, that's true. It's fucking dead zone right now. Yeah. Um.
0: Your next show this week is iZombie.
1: On this week's episode of iZombie, Liv eats the brain of a perfectionist chef and goes all Gordon Ramsay on everyone, including her mom. That's right. Liv's mom is back after a three-season break, and she is not happy that Liv almost killed her brother. <laughs> Taste Buds ask you this. Moms. What is the most amount of years you think you could go without talking to your mother?
2: I get to, like, I would say I get to seven days, uh-huh. and suddenly everything inside my head is just like, you're a terrible person. You have to call her right Like, now. that woman gave you life. She taught you how to read. And she's just like, you're not going to even call her. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then I, I call my mom. So years, Woo.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think I can, at most, I will go like th- three weeks is like if I'm doing, so- like if I'm off in another country. Yeah. And then my mother will track me down in person
1: and be like, "Why haven't you spoken
0: to me?" Like when you're doing those things in Thailand. Yeah, I'm just I'm always in Thailand.
1: <laughs> you guys love your mothers. That's very impressive. But I think that now is a good time to point out that eventually they will die, and then you will never be able to talk to them again. Oh, Jesus good.
0: Christ. That's you know what? Fine. <laughs> I
1: zombie. I don't like That's to talk to people.
0: <laughs> I zombies he's on CW. Your next show this week is Lucifer.
1: On the sixth episode of Lucifer, Lucifer, Chloe, and Ella head to a nudist colony to try and interview a suspect. Meanwhile, Amendiel deals with a sister who wants to murder Dr. Linda's baby. We have a new angel, guys. Yes, we do. Amendiel, the actual father of the baby, has a problem with that. Although, if he was anything like my dad, then he probably would have been fine with it. (laughs) Chloe and Lucifer go through a lot together in this episode. From Chloe telling a sleeping Lucifer that she wants him to be happy, but she hates how he is happy. To a discussion about if something feels right, then it is right. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Do heavy hitting conversations like this make us think that these characters, these two specific or in general, will find a way to be together or that the show is having them realize in front of us that they should not be together? It could honestly go
0: both ways. Which is
1: impressive that we don't know exactly how what uh, one of our shows is going to do.
0: Right. It's crazy. And, even in this episode, it did things that I didn't know Lucifer was capable of doing because it did the like a very real like Lucifer's a bad person and like in one episode that he went from I'm doing fine to I don't think that I'm good for other people.
1: Lucifer is yeah can be a bad person and he is bad in a couple of ways. Uh, like he's bad because he's the devil and doesn't give a shit. And then he's at got the a end, devil face. he he's bad because he lets a suspect go. Or not a suspect. Like, clearly the villain. Yes, he lets him go, the and the villain immediately kills a cop, like, on his way out. Yeah. Uh, he straight
0: up Peter Parker's someone
1: else. But, like, that's that was always the complication of our titular character. It's the fact that they've realized that, what if Chloe was also complicated and not just this, like, blonde, hot, vapid robot? Right. And, and I like... It took three and a half years, but they did it. Yeah. They, they figured it out. Just had
2: to get canceled before we figured it out. Uh,
0: and, I, and I really liked how like they play a lot with like he's the devil he likes like crazy things the moment that he saw that like they were doing human trafficking things the like fury on lucifer's face like i was like oh this is this is a good thing that they're drawing this line
1: well yeah lucifer has to do the same thing that marvel comics and movies have to do a lot where like because there's so much like galactic shit powerful aliens they're like what is up with earth and they and uh, Marlon Brando gives that speech in the beginning of Superman, the Christopher Reeve movie, of like, no humans are great, they're actually awesome. Lucifer has to deal with that this entire time, otherwise there's no motivation for these angels to do all the stuff that they do.
0: Yeah, uh, so let's talk about the uh, Deal and his sister, whose name I'm blanking on, but who shows up in like a bunch of furs and a big spear. Like, how do you feel about her being? A, do you think she'll be around for a while?
1: I don't think so for a couple reasons, uh, and one is that this is her first acting job, and it okay. shows. Yeah,
0: uh, that's. I was gonna. Point, I was gonna say it. She's not a great actress.
1: A lot of times when you perform like this, it's like you sort of snuck through the audition somehow, and writers have a way of like sending you packing.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know that she's sticking around and I don't want her to
1: the other thing too is that Amendiel revealed it all like by the end of yeah. the, it started the conflict started and then by the end he was like no it's my baby humans are great I'm gonna fight you you can't kill them and like usually that is stretched across two and a half seasons
0: and I'm wondering if they had a longer arc planned for that and then they saw her performance and were like let's do a reshoot let's end <laughs> this scene right here and just get it all out
1: the villain is a guy he is uh, he's a nudist yes. and his dad is very rich and powerful and he is into human trafficking and he is like not just your average scumbucket but like the son of a scumbucket like it's very Donald Trump Jr. and he's basically screaming at the end my dad owns a used car dealership <laughs> like that's his defense yes. for everything was this guy a little much for you or was it was he just so fun to hate
0: i like he was i, I didn't find him too much he was i think the right amount of I'm a piece of shit and I know it. Uh, The the moment where he's like giving the speech about like, at least I know who I am and I'm not trying to hide it. Like that was a little on the nose, Mm. but everything else about him was like, yeah, this is, this is a piece of shit. And he knows that he's pretty much invincible.
1: The problem because it's Donald Trump jr. As a human trafficker. Yeah. He's so hateable that when Lucifer makes this big decision to go take, you know, the law into his own hands and fucking destroy this guy, that doesn't have that complicated part. Right. You're just like, fuck yes, dude. You should <laughs> yeah. definitely kill this guy.
0: Fuck this guy up. Uh, do you have a moment of the week?
1: Uh, my moment of the week is probably this is a weird one. I'm not sure if it totally worked, but it was Dan confronting Lucifer after uh, Lucifer leads to the cop getting shot. Um, Dan is also a complicated character in maybe not such great ways. Like they still haven't figured it out. Yeah. Um, and him laying, but him laying into Lucifer about what a piece of shit he is. Like Dan. Is the kind of cop and the kind of guy to take advantage of the situation and make him feel better by laying this person that he's jealous of out, you yeah. know, and that that is definitely Dan to me.
0: That that worked very well. My moment of the week is um, when they go to the nudist colony and they, you see there's butts. butts. Yeah, there's so, lots of butts. Well, there's butts and they do the the Austin Powers thing of like every every bit is like slightly obscured by uh. like some object in like clever ways. That's always fun for me.
1: I would have preferred that if, like, girl boobs, if they were obscured by like a different girl's boobs. You know, that'd be a good one. That's a way to block it.
0: That's that's always an option. Lucifer is on Netflix. We're watching it week by week. What's Watch next, Taylor? It with us?
1: What? What's next? Let's do another show. What are we gonna talk about? Nope. That's it. That that's, that can't be it.
0: That's that's all the shows. That's Usually we have like
1: forty shows to talk about.
0: Nope. That's that's all the shows that we're on this week, and that's our our show.
2: Summertime and the living gentlemen. Is easy.
0: I could not have said it better myself, Greg. Well, for Greg, <laughs> first for our show, we're done next week. Jessica Jones, guys, it's back. Wow, very no, yeah, cool. <laughs> we got another show. Why we'll did I on. for a
2: second? I thought I'd feel something there, and then nope, I didn't
0: absolutely did not. So, tune in to see how we feel about season three of Jessica Jones, an already canceled show. It's and- basically
1: like the whole. Not the conversation, the conversation's gonna be great, and you should definitely tune in and listen, but the point of the conversation is, uh, how good could the, that first episode be to get you two to watch it, and how pissed am I that I fucking, I'm gonna watch it, and yep. it doesn't matter.
0: Well, for Greg, I'm Taylor for Taylor, I'm Ryan for Ryan, we are the world! Actually, can't yeah go noodling is yeah. what it's called. You noodling, yeah, because it, you have you get to the the little hole in the in the, the bed and you stick your hand in and
1: you, you you like
0: moving around like a little noodle and they think that it's bait and you just grab it from the inside you grab it by the mouth and pull it out and you've got yourself a catfish.
1: Do they ever use a bucket with a hole in it? What a, a, a stupid fucking, what a stupid bucket. Stupid bucket.
0: Swamp folk are good folk. Yeah, I knew I knew a lot. Of swamp. They folk. make
1: my heart joke. <laughs>
0: They make
2: everything groovy.